0: what's up everybody this is podcast game of Verse, episode one two four for saturday october 29 i am wasabi ice cream Join as always my dude rick what's up
1: yo what's up everybody not a lot happened this week i'm gonna be honest uh but i'm excited because there's a lot of stuff i want to talk about i was playing a fun little game called gunfire reborn i cannot wait to talk about but we'll get to We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. In the meantime, though, man, tell the people what you've been playing. Signalis. Yes, I want to try that for a while. It looks good. What do you think?
0: It's good. Yeah? Yes. Moving on. uh, It's a survival horror game, right? Yeah. It's, like, very reminiscent of the PS1 classics, such as... Resident Evil such as Silent Hill such as uh I will even go as far back as like uh damn what's that one game called what's the one that came before Resident Evil oh alone uh, in the dark alone in the dark yeah it's a lot like those games but uh you know the perspective is a little different i guess and then yeah it's like like...
1: uh isometric
0: right i I don't know if isometric is the word but it is like top down perspective yeah kinda yeah i don't know if that's always isometric though I, i thought isometric was like the cameras like shifted like 45 degrees and, yeah, and then I kind also, of it
1: now it's looking like, unless I'm remembering it, right
0: now. it, it's that kind of, but it's not like you're straight on like north-south, okay. east-west type shit. Kind of um, like, like a link to the past. A link to the past, yeah. All right, but cool. It kind of turns into like a twin stick shooter a little bit once you like pull a pull a weapon out and you aim with the right stick and then uh, shoot with the triggers. And, uh, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of these types of games, you know, as you know, yeah, not the biggest Resident Evil guy. So I like what this game is doing in terms of, it's like, it's one of those, but what this game has that I like, I don't know would I latch onto more is more of the, uh, the atmosphere and the and the feeling and the and the like story and the the visuals and the sounds, the audio elements, yeah. like all oh, that stuff. This game just nails, man. Like as soon as oh, you start it up. Yeah, as soon as you start it up, it's just this this vibe that you get and you're like, Oh, this is just, this this like eeriness that overcomes you. It's it's really good at like setting setting a tone. Yeah and and pulling you in just on that alone so i i played for like two and a half maybe like three hours uh until i got to the point where it's like this is a Resident evil game <laughs> and uh okay. yeah i just got like lost trying to find out what the fuck i was supposed to be doing and i got pissed <laughs> off yeah so uh, and then you'll get back and do it give another shot or are you like totally done I I'll, I'll probably get back into it cuz it's the the story that's happening is interesting. Yeah. You um you're some sort of like android uh helper unit or something like that you're looking for your 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 like master or your partner or something and you end up crash landing on this foreign planet and you like dive into this hole and it turns out it's like this like mining facility for this like super militarized uh almost like communistic uh like soviet so like almost soviet but it's not german though but it's like a foreign planet so it's like not i'm not sure what's going on it's like in a far-flung future where they like they send out these uh these these scout ships in in different directions to kind of find out like in, find new inhabitable planets and you end up crash landing on this one which is turns out it's not very foreign i guess cuz there are still people there and there's this yeah. there's this like disease going around this sickness so people are getting sick and you're not sure like what's happening and the people who are still there are still people alive you run into and you can talk to and you're like, yeah, I'm I'm hiding out in here, man. I'm not going out there. Fuck that. Uh, and then, yeah, not that anyone, you never find anyone that helps you, but <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> there are people that's like, yeah, um, yeah. So there's like zombie type creatures that that run, run around and. Uh, you know, you get a gun with limited ammo. You get a uh, quick... Uh, you get, like, a stun, like, single-use stun items. So if you just want to, like, stun something. You can do that. Um, they make it sound like the stun option is non-lethal, which yeah. makes it sound like the gun option is lethal, but... The, uh, from you really what I can't tell? Yeah, because... Well, all the zombies, they, they get back up after a while. So it's not like you're really killing them. I don't know. They made it, they made it seem like you could play through the game with a non-lethal option. It would be very difficult to do, but they made it. You probably could do that. Um, I want to try it it's cool it's cool it's got you know all those it's got all the elements and sometimes it turns into like a point-and-click adventure game yeah where it like it, it'll you walk into a room it, it'll go into like a first person mode and you can like look around Ooh, and I interact like with stuff yeah and then like zoom in on stuff it's it's pretty cool but uh i really
1: like that because like to be blunt like the earlier resident evil games are basically point-click adventures
0: yeah just yeah with zombies in them. Yeah, it does a thing where you pick up an item and you can spin it around, and oftentimes the the back of it will have a thing on it that you need to like look that. at. Yeah, um, I love that. I love that. I can't wait does, to try it
1: now.
0: Yeah, the only real, and this is just like a nitpick, but some of the rooms, some of the rooms you walk into, they scroll off of what's in camera view, so yeah, some and you can't um. Sometimes there'll be stuff off-camera that you can't see, because the camera only scrolls when your character walks. So, that can get you into trouble, because you're not, you're not able to see the stuff that's off the camera view. Uh, okay. And there's no way to like, there's no way to peek the camera, there's no way to scroll the camera without actually moving your character. So you can kind of like, sometimes you can just walk in this shit that you can't see because it's off-camera. Uh, are they're are there like audio cues Because the other rest of the old games had that But you can hear zombies
1: like shuffling and groaning in the background. You can't, so you you can't or, hear
0: them. No, you can only oh. s- they don't make any sounds un- until, Ooh, you're like, until you like until you're up them on, on them. Down. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. not tension. Dude. That's, that's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, I turned the CRT There's a CRT mode on this game. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, man. I think I'm a CRT guy now cuz it just it looks better. I don't know what it is, man, but the 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 pixels they look bad when the CRT mode is not like blending those pixels. It's hard to explain yeah. until you like see it, but what yeah, do you see? Yeah, CRT
1: it? is kind of like an organic anti-aliasing, so that's yeah, why yeah. a lot of games look like ass because they were built for a CRT format, so Yeah. It rounds out those like rougher edges so you don't see some of the some of the, the gunk, I guess, for lack of a better term. That's in the that's in those uh, details. Yeah. Yeah. But so. most games don't have a good filter. Right? So I assume the filter it looks pretty decent then.
0: It looks OK. I don't think it saves like if you quit the game and then go back in, it resets that setting. So you have to like set it every time you load the game. Yeah, which. uh, Yeah, which could be annoying maybe i've only launched the game twice so when i launched it the second time the option was off you and i turned it on before so i don't know if that's yeah but oh you know what another another thing this game does which is just a more general like control thing is that when you're using the the buttons on the controller you know either like a b x y or if you're on like a playstation controller it'd be like x square circle. It doesn't it doesn't show you, you know, the button. It doesn't show you like A B X Y. It shows you it doesn't it like it does it on, like a Nintendo Switch where it would put up the entire, you know, compass of buttons and then one of them will be highlighted to say like it's the bottom button or it's the left button. Yeah. It doesn't put the letters or whatever. It just puts hey, it's like this bottom button. And ah, okay. I think I think every game should do that.
1: I think that just show you the,
0: s- the this this the controller on screen? Just show the the four buttons on the screen and then highlight one of them as yeah. like it's this button. Because a lot of people just don't know. Like if you just put A, a lot of people that can A can be in like different places. Or if like X. X is different on every single one of these controllers. So yeah. it'd be nice to just say, okay, no, we're not gonna put the letter. We're just gonna put just hit the bottom button. You can see it here in this in this screen. Um, yeah, uh, I'm showing I'm showing a little bit of gameplay on the uh, on the along with this, but like it's 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 something small that I noticed that this game is doing, and like other games do, it's mostly like Switch games that I've I've seen doing it though. But it's such a minor thing that I think for like a lot of people who don't play games a lot. It, it would make it easier for them to know yeah, what It's a pretty
1: simple, like, quality of life thing that could, like, easily be implemented.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you can see it here on the bottom of the screen. It says, like, action menu. And, like, it puts the whole... It puts it puts all four buttons on the screen and then highlights one of them to say that's the button you hit. So, it's like... It's more that. stuff like that. It's like... I like makes that. It, makes it easier for people. So, um, but yeah, check out check out Signalis if you're if you're into survival horror. I think it does it. I think it does it pretty well, especially when it comes to, like the atmosphere and the story. It's just it's really um, uh, the presentation is what I like about it as a as a person who's not into survival horror games in general. Uh, this one's a this one's a good one. So it's oh, on Game Pass. It. Yeah. It's on Game Pass. So if you have that, you can just jump right into it. But otherwise, it's like 20 bucks, I think. So. No. Oh,
1: I um, want to try that now because it looks really cool. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Dragon Quest. I finally finished it, but not really because there's like an, a post game that's just as long as the main game, apparently. <laughs> and. I gotta say, Dragon Quest XI is one of the best RPG stories I've played in a very, very long time. Um, It's one that takes a while to get going, but every chapter has, like, some different twist on it that completely changes how I feel about the game. So the very first chapter of it, it's a very simple paint-by-numbers. We need to find this the colored elemental orb so we can unlock the magical weapon for the chosen one to banish all darkness and it's very paint by numbers initially and that might put some people off but it does it really sincerely that i was into it even though it was very predictable but there's a twist halfway through that leads in the second chapter that minor spoiler but if you play Final fantasy 6 It's similar to that. like Bad guys win, world ends, now you gotta get everyone together to fight them back that I really liked. Mm. But then after that, there's a third chapter. Now the game finishes at that point. Credits roll, world is saved, but there's a third chapter (laughs) that I don't want to spoil that completely changes the game and the story that you just went through. And it's really, really fucking cool what they do in this game. I don't want to spoil it, because there's no way to tell you what happens without spoiling a lot of major plot details, but chapter 2 has an insane amount of character growth for everybody, that characters I didn't like initially, I ended up falling in love with, with the new growth they had in this last chapter. And then with chapter 3, which is again all post-game stuff, which allegedly optional but i argue against that because there's so many story things to it that completely change what your perspective of the game is and i really like what it does um i I can do a minor spoiler of it if you got if you want to hear it because i really can't talk about that spoiling a, a key aspect of the game no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers all right it's good just go play it trust me It's really, really cool. It's going to be very generic initially, the storyline is, but chapter two happens and things completely change and then chapter three changes them even more after you beat the game. It's, I can't describe without spoiling the game, but go play it. It's fucking awesome, dude. Um, How
0: How many hours in are you now? So I take my time with these games. So
1: my hours usually run longer than most people for what I see on like, Along uh, long to beat or just from friends of mine, I beat the first two chapters in about 90 hours. Gosh. But I spent a lot of time grinding, I spent a lot of time doing side stuff I didn't need to do. Uh, I spent a lot of time fucking around with some other things that I didn't need to do. You can probably cut that down to like 60, 50, if you wanted to. But I took 90. And there's a lot more to it on this third chapter. From what I've been reading online, there's a lot more to it here that I'm excited to experience. Like, go play it. It's a fucking great turn-based JRPG. And if you're a fan of turn-based JRPGs, this is, like, one of the best I've played in a really long time. It doesn't really reinvent the wheel mechanics-wise, but it refines what JRPGs do to a point of near perfection, dude. (laughs) Like. This is high-quality, homegrown, organic turn-based combat that has just been crafted and recrafted to perfection, dude. This is as really good. This is as good as traditional turn-based games can get, I think. And the story does enough to feel familiar while also surprising you in ways that you're not going to expect. Like, go play it. It's really good. Again, characters you don't like are gonna do a complete flip and you're gonna fall in love with them. Just go play it. Um, now, this next game I want to talk about. Uh, I'm playing Dragon Quest on Switch, and I took my Switch to my brother's place. He got married yesterday, so congratulations to him. It's a beautiful ceremony. Yeah, Yeah. I took my Switch over to his place and I was playing there because we had to meet up early to get together, you know, go over some wedding stuff. I ended up leaving my switch there. So I didn't have it when I got home last night. So I was like, you know what? Let me boot up Game Pass to so see what's on Game Pass. So I can play something before I go to bed. And Gunfire Reborn was on there. And I was like, oh, I like it. I heard it was good. You know, I like RoboQuest a lot. People keep telling me if you like RoboQuest, you should try Gunfire. And I was like, okay, so I gave it a shot. And I'm not gonna lie, at first I didn't like it because it's really slow compared to to compared to RoboQuest. RoboQuest does like the bunny hop boomer shooter kind of thing so it's really quick it's really fast it's got really fast movement really fast combat and Gunfire didn't have that so I was like "Ooh, I don't know if I like this it just feels like RoboQuest but slower but then I started getting into like the uh, RPG mechanics and some of the RNG stuff that happens here in this roguelike and it's got this neat system that I fucking love that I wish more games did so the game relies a lot on elements right you got your main elements here uh well this game's main elements they're fire corrosive and lightning and they each have different abilities so fire does more damage to flesh so straight health red bars lightning does more damage to shields blue bars and corrosive does more damage to armor yellow bars But each element also has an elemental effect, like a status effect that they can inflict. So fire can inflict burning, which does damage over time. Lightning can inflict shock, which I believe um, affects damage taken. And then then, uh, corrosive inflicts decay, which slows down your enemy and I think increases damage you take. I can't remember too well. But what's cool, and the game doesn't really tell you this too much until except for some of the loading screens I tell you that between levels but if you have an SSD, they can load pretty quickly so you might not be able to read all of them or if you're the kind of person who checks your phone on loading screens, you're not going to notice it hmm. you can combine status effects to create a new effect so if an enemy is inflicted with corrosive for example, and you hit them with fire and that inflicts burning you know, or they're inflicted with decay, and you hit them with fire to inflict burning. You activate Combustion, which the attack that inflicted burning does 200% damage. And enemies around them take 100% of that damage. Sure. And you can keep ticking on that. So let's say you're playing as the first character, the uh, the Crown Prince whose ability lets him throw down a a corrosive grenade that almost instantly inflicts decay. If you have a fire weapon, like let's say a fire machine gun, (laughs) or I had a fire sniper rifle, I was able to throw down a group of enemies, shoot one enemy, because it was ticking on the critical hit I did to his head, it did double damage to him, And all the baddies around him took that same damage. I was like, holy fuck. This is insane. And each element has a combination. so Lightning and Corrosive does um, Miasma, I think is what it's called, which can stack. And the higher the stack, the more damage over time it does. So that inflicts damage on Tick. It's like a damage over time effect. And the more you stack it, the more it does. And that afflicts enemies around them. And the last one is manipulation. It's fire, so burning and shock, lightning. And that one makes enemies turn against each other, if you inflict that on them. And once I learned that, instead of trying to build around my character's, like, one specific strength, I'm like, I'm going to try to spec around a a fusion combination. And I had a lot more fun doing that. (laughs) And the random stuff you could find can do crazy shit. Like there's one that if you if an enemy is inflicted by an elemental effect and you kill them, it increases your rate of fire by fifty percent. So now having more chances to fire off that combustion combo on people. there's another one that um it's called a uh, burning expert. If you inflict burning on an enemy, burning gets inflicted on you. But while you're afflicted with burning, you can heal on uh, heal on hits when you attack people, so that damage over time effect basically eliminated.
0: <laughs> okay. And
1: you heal yourself while you're doing it. And these are random things you could find. So I'm having a lot of fun trying to build like a fusion combination and then going based off of that. And the Crown Prince has some cool skills too. So one thing I started doing is he has this uh, orb he throws down. And when you hit someone with it, it deals a ton of damage, and it freezes them for, like, two seconds. He has an upgrade when he levels up that changes that orb's elemental damage to match the weapon you have equipped. And you can level that up to do more damage or even afflict multiple enemies and like, a splash effect when you hit them. So, get get back to that combination, I throw down that corrosive bomb, inflict decay, I have a fire weapon equipped, I hit them with a fire orb for my special. That orb does double damage to the guy I hit and does splash damage to everyone else. On top of that, with the combustion, they all take extra damage from that too. And that keeps stacking. It's so insane, dude, some of the shit I was able to do with this game. It is so much fun. I barely scratched the surface of it, but once it clicked, and I started figuring out those elemental effects, I was having a blast, dude. It's so good. And it's multiplayer. So I can't imagine what these elemental effects do when you have multiple people playing together, you know, inflicting different status ailments and having those, like, combo off each other. It's insane. It's going to be madness. Yeah,
0: I need to get into this. I need to
1: get into this. It's good. It's good, dude. It's good. It's a lot slower than RoboQuest, but the actual, like, RPG elements, the status effects and everything underneath the hood of the game are so wildly creative and allow for so much customization how you want to play and there's multiple characters to play as too i still have the starting character the crown prince there's other character that could like dual wield weapons so i'm like what if i have like i'm dual wielding two elemental weapons i can just combine those effects actively like it's it's crazy um <clears throat> it's so cool dude it's so cool um there's a couple Things to it that aren't perfect there is it's an early access game because i think it still is no it's supposed to be a full release but there's still some like early access indie jank here that i'm not understanding so the game's a chinese game so i don't know if this was done on purpose but you can find these chests that have these weird effects and i don't know what they're supposed to do so i put something in the i'm gonna put something in the uh stream chat here it's a screenshot of one of the chests i found and it's like buy a legendary gift box give 175 copper some chinese lettering luxurious gift box but there's another one below it that says buy a rare gift box and it's more copper 196 and it's all chinese lettering but one of them's purple so I was like, what does that mean i don't know this is supposed to be there to like make you take a chance like a dice roll or if it's just that it didn't get translated on the main game. But it's filled with these kinds of things. These random boxes you could find. Where it's like a, a luck prize base, a prize box. Where you can, I, I've, I've done it and I've gotten things like increase my health. Um, I've gotten things like increase my shield. I've gotten random weapons. I've gotten random effects to my weapons. I'm not entirely sure what the Chinese lettering means. Or if it's supposed to be anything. But it doesn't have to subtract from the fact the game is fun as hell. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's on Game Pass, so it doesn't cost you anything but your time to try. And it's really fucking good. Once you start getting into the elemental effects and really experimenting with those, it takes the game to a whole new level, dude. And I can't wait to play some of the other characters, see what they have to offer, what cool things, what cool effects they have. This game's a fucking blast, dude. I can't recommend it enough. Seriously, everyone go check it out. It's on Game Pass, so it doesn't cost you anything but your time.
0: Yeah. Now now that it's on Game Pass, I'll finally be able to check it out. I bought it on, like, Android and just have not... I'm not playing a game like that, so...
1: It's good, dude. It's good. We should get together sometime and, like, play it. I think it's uh, playable up to, like, four people. So we should get together and play it. I, I bet it'd be fun.
0: Um... I did, I did play Vampire Survivors. Uh, Oh, you did? Sorry. I totally skipped over that. No, it's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Uh, you're still,
1: you're you're playing that a little bit a while ago, right? Like you still like it?
0: Yeah, I I played it when it was in early access, you know, around when it came out and I was like, okay, you know, it's one of, it's it's a, it's a, it's a video game. And I don't know, I think I had the same trajectory with the, with Vampire Survivors that I did with Binding of Isaac, which was I played it and I'm like, okay, it's a it's a video game and just and just didn't really get it, you know? I just didn't get yeah. it. Uh, until and in Binding of Isaac when I finally had the run you know what I'm talking about yeah you like have that run and you're like dude this game is fucking awesome
1: yeah when you finally get to see the potential of it when everything goes right yeah
0: so, and you just you get it yeah
1: i know exactly what you mean
0: <laughs> that's what happened with me in vampire survivors i find it, it hit 1.0 it finally like left early access so i was like okay let me load this up again and just see what it's like now whatever they added or whatever and uh in that, in that, I don't know, 15-minute time frame that I decided to play that game, I had the greatest run ever. <laughs> Where I was like, "This is, I'm finally, I'm, this is it, this is the run." Yeah. And uh, now, then I put like I don't know, a couple like several hours into it since then. This was only a couple of days ago, uh, and I ended up unlocking like 10 new characters. Uh, several new weapons i almost unlocked almost everything on the on the uh unlock tree uh i've i played a lot of this game now and uh i'm like i found like i found like great builds uh like it's the game's it's it's so good it's so good yeah that's good dude so uh that's really all I have to say about that. The game is good. Like you get it now? I, I get it now. The only problem, it's not even a problem, it's just, now I'm just hitting like, uh, you know, feature request territory here, but the thing that really put me over the edge for Binding of Isaac was when it got workshop support and I was able to mod it. it just and just put then, all that crazy bullshit in, yeah. just put a lot more crazy bullshit into it. So, Vampire Survivors doesn't have that yet, at least I don't think it does. So, when this gets mod support, I'm fucking, I'm in there. I'm in there, so.
1: I just gotta ball down and try it already. Everyone's been telling me it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's kind of weird. It started a trend where uh, we've ever seen a lot of games like this, especially during uh, the Game Jam.
0: Yeah, yeah. That,
1: uh, yeah, Game Fest, what it was, the demo during. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, vampire survivor clones just out there. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of
0: mobile, too. So. Yeah. I just got to buckle down and try it already. <laughs> it's, it looks uh, like fun. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah. So. Yeah. How
1: much is it right now? It's it's not expensive, right? It's like $10, $15. Probably
0: not even that. Probably like 5 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cheaper when it was in early access. And they raised the price uh, like twice. So, well, but. yeah.
1: I mean, it's out of early access and it's popular, so yeah, <laughs> people are paying for it now.
0: <laughs> Should have got in on it early, but a while. But um, it's good. It's got a lot of it's got a lot more shit in it than oh man, it. four dollars. Oh yeah, there you go. It's got a lot of content to it. It's got way more than you start with. Once you find, once you get the run, that's when you unlock. That's what, that's the hook. Cause it's, always, it's one of those, like one more run games where it's like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to do one run and then I'm going to bed. And then like that one run ends up being like 15 minutes long. It usually caps you at like 30 and then it, it brings in like a death character to kill you instantly. It's like, usually you can only go for 30 minutes. So, but even anything, even like most runs, if you get like anywhere, like 15 minutes, you're coming out of it with like so much upgrade material that you're going to want, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I unlocked this new character. I unlocked a new stage. I, I need to see what's next here. And then you end up doing like two, three more runs. So. My God, that's insane. <laughs>
1: Alright, I wanna try it now. I really want to play. It's four dollars. Fuck it. Let's get it. Yeah,
0: it's it's, oh, good. it's on
1: sale. It's usually five dollars.
0: It's on Game Pass. I should I should put that out. <laughs>
1: oh it is? All right. It. So it's, it. it's on
0: Game Pass, so you don't have to you know spend your precious four dollars. See, I didn't know that. I'll just download it then. Yeah. Everything we talked about. Is it today. on Switch? Do you know if it's on Switch? I do not think it's on Switch. It should be though. Yeah, this would be a perfect Switch game yeah or just perfect mobile game in general, just
1: yeah. <laughs> or to everything, but yeah, you're right. Everything we talked about is on switch, Dragon Quest, gunfire reborn, Vampire Sword, Signalis, all of them on game Pass. Sorry, not switch. um, yeah, I fucking love game Pass dude, like <laughs> it's such a yeah. great deal. yeah you get to try and play all kinds of cool shit. but yeah, let's get into the news now, gaming news, man. PlayStation Plus monthly games for November: Neo Two and Neo Two Remastered for PS4 and PS5. Phenomenal game, Neo Two. I love Neo Two. Never finished it because it's hard as fuck, but it's it's really fun. I really do like it. I want to get back into it because it's a, it's a blast to play through. So yeah. that, that's a good game to have on Game
0: Pass. I might have to I might have to jump on the PlayStation Plus again. I've not touched my PlayStation for a very long time. My controllers are yeah. dusty. <laughs> Same. Oh thing is not... I haven't played it in a while. I played it, yeah.
1: I did boot it back up to play Kingdom Hearts again, and that was fine. I just didn't really talk about it because I didn't really dump a lot of time into it. I would it.
0: rather, I would rather There's... rebuy it on PC than load up my yeah. PS4 to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, I was playing the older Kingdom Hearts games, so they were already run at like 60 FPS on PS4. Yeah. So I'm not really getting anything on the PC version except for like four K support, I think. It supports four K on PC. But I don't have a four K monitor, so it's not gonna be a different experience for me. But yeah, Neo two, PS4 and PS5, Neo two and Neo Two remastered. Lego Harry Potter collection for PS4. I heard the Lego Harry Potter games are actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean so that'd I, be
1: a cool one to All out. the Lego games seem pretty good. That'd be a cool one to check out. I might play that with my wife. She loves Harry Potter. So that'd be a fun game to play with, with her. And then Heavenly Bodies is also releasing on PS4 and PS5. I don't know about that game. I've never heard of that game.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is. No. Some some sort of space game. Yeah. The physics exactly game. what it is,
1: some sort of space game. Yeah. I mean, it could be cool. It's, it's PS Plus, so it's free. Go play it, just try it. Um
0: they got like, yeah, pretty strong PS5's. lineup. PS fives are kinda in stock now. Dude. Oh yeah, I was seeing that.
1: Yeah. They're they're not like you can't just walk into a store and buy one yet, but You kinda can you know, the ones but... that do show up, the ones that do show up stick around for a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, if they if they have a shipment today, you can probably pick it up like tomorrow or later in the afternoon. You don't yeah. have to be there like in line waiting for the store to open.
0: If I'm if I'm ever in a place and I just see one just sitting there, I might just buy one if I'm there. Honestly, if this was like
1: a year ago, I would have been on the same boat, but I've been putting so much time into like my PC. Yeah, I think I might just keep investing into that. There really isn't anything on PS5 that I'm like I need to get a PS5 for, you know. God what of I mean? War is
0: coming. I mean, I would I would like to if I could be if I would like to play God of War. The way it's meant to be played, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if the, even though it's coming to PS4, I don't want to play it like that, you know? It's gonna come to PC sooner or later, though, right? Like, yeah, sooner or later, I guess. But yeah, do you really feel like you need to go get a PS5 to play it? I would like to play that game when it comes out. That's but
1: fair.
0: I'm and there gonna... are some strong games on PS5. Like if you if you don't have.
1: A PC with some pretty, how can I word it, with some more recent specifications. Yeah. And, you know, like, if your only gaming systems like, a PS4 or an Xbox One, then, yeah, upgrade to the next gen. But, I don't know, it's hard for me to, like, justify dropping, like, what, $500 on a PS5 right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a little hard to justify. At least for me, it is. You know, no, no shame to anyone else who wants to pick one. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna, work, I'm not gonna look for that. one.
0: I'm just saying, if yeah. I'm, you know, if I'm there, yeah, you know, it's Retro like hummus. Best buy. Yeah, like I'm never looking for hummus, but if I'm like, if it's there, I'm like, you know, fuck with.
1: It. Yeah.
0: Fuck with this hummus right now. Fuck it. There you go. That's
1: the best analogy. PS Five is like hummus. <laughs> 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 that's great. But yeah, it looks. It looks. Yeah, PS Fives. I want to pick one up, but I'll have to wait till there's like a deep discount on one before I can justify buying it. And that's not going to be for a while. (laughs) Especially in this economy. But (laughs) yeah, jokes aside, like there's some good games on PS5, though. Like, you know, the Ratchet and Clank. Oof. That is absolutely worth the cost of entry, Ratchet and Clank.
0: I want to play that. I want to play. That one's good. It's good. Returnal's coming to PC, I think, but.
1: Yeah, Returnal's coming to PC, yeah, but it looks good too. I've heard good things about that, and I think there's some other stuff coming down the pipeline later. But yeah, we, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait till God of War comes out. That looks so good. I got to go back and beat the first one. Like I, I watched some more gameplay on it, and I like this game. It gets really good later. I think I just didn't give it a chance to like. Really how far get did you
0: there. get? Did you get the uh? Did you get... Oh, this is going to be... A spo- I don't want to spoil anything. So, I can tell you the
1: last story thing that happened to me. Um, There was this, like... I remember, like, a portal. And Kratos went in it by himself. And he was in there for, like, maybe 30 seconds. And then Atreus pulled him out. And he was like, what the fuck, kid? And he was like, where have you been? You were gone for hours. Where were you? And there was, like, dead bodies everywhere. And so I was like, holy shit. What did this kid do? I think I, I played. I, that's the last thing I remember happening. And I think there was oh, a couple of hours
0: after that. Wait, did
1: Atreus yeah. get
0: sick yet? No. Okay, you didn't do shit, dude. You ain't do shit. Yeah. I know, no, I, there's didn't. A, there's I, know moment, I didn't. I know I didn't. There's a part, there's a moment in that game where you're like, this is a fucking greatest game ever made. There's a moment where you're like, this is instant game of the year. As soon as you see it, you're like, I'm yeah as soon as you see it you're gonna throw your hands in the air you're gonna be like this is it and a single tear will drop from your eye and you're gonna be like I, you're yeah, your your whole life is gonna change that's you know, all i'm just saying
1: gotta give, it, I gotta give it a chance i gotta give it a chance I, I i let myself get burned out of it too quickly i need to go back in and just kind of grip my teeth through some of it because it is a fun game like despite like the critiques i have of it it is a fun game and it does play really
0: well I just, oh, God, that camera is so obnoxious. Um, That's another game where I would and, rather, uh, it's another game I would rather watch than play. Like, you're not wrong about the camera and the gameplay stuff about it. It would make there's a There's bit- no reason for the camera to do that.
1: Like, I know they're trying to do this, like, oh, it's one continuous shot, like, idea, but there's a way to do that. Without yeah. putting the camera so close to his fucking head, dude. Yeah. Like, have the camera pan out during combat encounters, you know? Like, have it pan backwards so you don't have like a, a cut, you know, if you really need it to to do that. There's no... I don't understand why. But, I think on
0: PC you can do stuff with the camera, you know, that you can't do on console, like FOV I might have shit. to do that then. I might um, have to do that then. Because yeah.
1: I, I understand they, they built the game around it. You know enemies telegraph their attacks pretty obviously, but the ones that are behind you, it's just like a bar, right? That turns like red when is about to hit you. No,
0: Atreus goes, "Hey, look at it's like you, you. Have you played uh uh fuck? What's the the Heavenly Sword guys? Um, fuck, oh um, so Senua, Senua, Senua's sacrifice. As, that game does the same thing where if there's something behind you that you can't see the voices in your head go, Hey, fucking look out. And then you hit the dodge button or like, there's like an instant turnaround to where you can like, they, they know you can't see shit. So they, Atreus will tell you like, Hey, look out. Or he, he'll, he himself will go like, we'll attack it for you and like, give you some time to react or, or whatever. Like they know that you can't see, so they have things in place. To help that's what with I got to do. I just
1: got to keep playing it because uh, from what I've been told, like Atreus gets more useful and picks up more of the slack later as the game gets harder. Yeah. And I think like that's what I need. I need him to like pick up some of that slack for me.
0: He has a dedicated button. Keep- you hit the button for him yeah. and he'll like shoot yeah, an arrow at it. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple things I still remember.
1: So I just got to sit down and just give it another shot. I still have it. I have my brother's copy. So I'll ask him if he wants it back yet. If not, I'll just play it again. Yeah, I I want to play through it
0: again, but again, yeah, that's it's another game where like The Last of Us, it's better as a movie or a TV show, I think, than as a video game, but it's just, Yeah, I'll have to give it a shot. My wife liked watching me play it, but, (laughs) you know, she was watching me play it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a better way to experience that game. Yeah, so I might give it a shot. We'll,
1: We'll see. I'll probably give it another try. Eventually. I'll get it on PC, I think. I don't think I want to play it on PlayStation. I think I'm just going to do it on PC so I can, like, really, really get into it. But yeah, that would be... If I get super into it, I might just buy a PS5 for the sequel. <laughs> if I get really into it. Yeah. Which, from what and you're telling me, I will once I get over that hump.
0: <laughs> there's just one there's one specific scene where I was like, they, f- they fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just like, yeah. And you'll know you'll know when if you play it and you get there, you can be like, Oh, this is what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'll give it another try then.
1: Um and some quickie news. The C D Project Red reveal C D Project Red revealed that the uh, Canis Majoris Project uh revealed to be a full Witcher
0: three remake in Unreal Engine five. Uh Witcher That's One awesome. remake. Witcher one. Witcher what did I say? You said Witcher three. Did I? Oh, my
1: bad. Yeah, which is the reason one i played I think that's like most people
0: <laughs> well that's a good reason why they're doing this because it's something I wish they would do with like Metal Gear they just remake those first games because they're important games but no one's fucking played them and if you do play them they're not like they're kind of shitty they didn't really yeah. have a fully fledged story yet so it would kind of like yeah go back and like remake it and then the people who haven't played those first games can have a better understanding of like where it all started and I guess like retune it as well like it's not like you're just making it would
1: never happen but I feel like if Kojima remade Metal Gear Solid it would be amazing it would be this crazy like meta commentary on video game remakes ooh that would be awesome but he's, it's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> like put yeah. Kojima and chuck him a blank check just tell him remake Metal Gear Solid 1 do whatever yeah. you want with it
0: I, I mean, in general, though, just going back to remake like your first game is beneficial because you have the hindsight of like you know the the games that came after it as well. So you can kind yeah. of recontextualize a lot of things to better for more for better cohesion with the the games that come after. But, yeah, to an
1: extent because like Mass Effect is an example where they
0: didn't remake the
1: first one, but they remastered it. And because they, they planned the story out from the beginning, so there's not a lot of story elements they need to, like, re-add. But they just fixed up a lot of the jank <laughs> to make yeah. it more uh, suitable to modern palettes. And I think that was, like, one of the best things they could have done. They do something similar with The Witcher remake, but I don't know, because I saw the original Witcher, and it looks like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it looks bad. It's got that early, early, early CRPG jank. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That you just gotta, like, muscle through and that's definitely a game that could like benefit from like give it the uh ff7 remake treatment you know just completely redo it from the ground up yeah scrap everything you had before just completely redo it that 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 could be something fucking awesome and i've never played witcher one or two because they look like jank so i never played them um it, and i thought witcher 3 was going to be the same until i started getting all these game of the year awards and Witcher 3 is the first game I got into. And I want to go back and play the first two, but I see them and I'm like, "Uh, jank though. So it's cool to see them going back to do this. Like, I really want to play it now. Uh, We uh, we don't know what it looks like. We don't know how it's going to play. But if they just take the Witcher 3 engine and redo Witcher 1 in it with Unreal Engine 5, I'd be fine with that. But we'll see what they do. Um, The live-action Fallout series... Got some new screenshots, some new, uh, some new uh, behind-the-scenes looks. And Fallout um, 4 is coming to next-gen consoles, or current-gen in this case.
0: Yeah, they so it they, does put out this, I guess it's Fallout's 25th anniversary coming up. And yeah. they put out this blog post with just a bunch of things that they're doing for it in it. And so if you like skim through it very quickly you miss (laughs) you miss the important stuff which is the live action series it's a amazon exclusive um and they put out a youtube video to go along with it that's uh pretty good it's a pretty good video they bring in uh what's his face uh tim 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 kane uh, who sh- who is the original Fallout guy? He's the yeah. original Fallout creator, not with Bethesda, but under Obsidian, and he brought him in on on this video to talk about the uh, the series. So I'm like, oh, you got the original motherfucker on it, yeah, uh, which is great. And then they also bring in, uh, the director John Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, they bring him in and like on the set he's like on a set of like for fallout and they bring like they're asking about the game and he's like what what is fallout oh you mean the uh painfully playable or some shit like that he like uses like words to describe it um uh-uh. and then like they bring him like a Coca cola to sip on and it's like I'm, I, it's, it makes me interested to see what they're doing with this because they all seem like they're in on it, you know? It's not like just him yeah. just, like, talking about the game. It's not like what they did with the Silent Hill thing where they just brought people in to just talk about, So, like, oh, yeah, it means a lot to me or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't really, you yeah, know. Yeah, there's a bit more self-awareness in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Some uh genuineness
1: that we didn't yeah. see with the other Silent Hill reveals. Yeah. That's got me interested too So I can't wait to see What they do with it Um, I probably I don't know I'm getting my I don't want to get my hopes up But This could be something fun Or it could be Like the Halo show All over again So we'll see Um, Yeah I don't know It no, just James seems just like
0: they, they got the They got The original Fucking guys On this shit And Yeah they seem like they they seem like they understand. I don't know. It, th- th- this is a good way for me to me. This is a good reveal. Yeah. Uh because it's yeah, it's like they they're showing the stuff that you kind of just want to see early on. Uh yeah, like there is like a lot of
1: again, sincerity and genuineness of this that I wasn't expecting. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. To be that upfront with it,
0: I, I'll, I'll give it the sh- I'll give it a shot. Uh, do we have a release date for it yet? Do you know? No dates, no dates yet. Just they're doing it. Um, Lisa Joy, Lisa Joy is starring in it from Westworld. Yeah, I haven't um, seen Westworld, so I don't know if she's a good actress or not. But I've seen the first season. People I don't like know. her. I don't know who she. I don't even know if she's in the first season. So. That's all I've seen. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. It seems like, you know. And and Jonathan Nolan's no slouch either. He's he's he does good shit. Um, Who's I think. He's I you. Pretty- if you
1: haven't seen it yet, there is like a Fallout fan series on YouTube called Nuka Break that's
0: actually like pretty good. <laughs> so Fallout is Fallout just out. a good world for like that's a that's a series that could fit with kind of just anything you do yeah i agree it's a good world Fallout's like flexible enough that you
1: can yeah it's a good world for movies games tabletop rpgs books whatever you want you can do it with fallout yeah so So, uh, i'm excited for this like
0: they're doing that uh, and they're
1: uh, I'm not super excited, but I'm interested.
0: They're pushing out a next-gen update for Fallout 4. Yes, which that game hasn't received any updates for like several years. I mean, Skyrim's yeah. gotten more updates than <laughs> since Fallout came out than Fallout 4, which is crazy to think of. But yeah, they're, they're pushing out a next-gen update for Fallout 4 coming next year uh, for Series X, PS5, and PC with a performance mode yeah uh high frame rates which is interesting because those games break with when you unlock the frame rate if you go above 60 those games break like the physics just completely fuck up so yeah if they're gonna fix fix that officially that'll be interesting Uh, i know there's mods to fix it but I guess they're gonna fix that themselves. 4K resolution and bug fixes. Wow, interesting. And bonus Creation Club content too, if you're into that kind of thing. So, <laughs> um, it's gonna break mods again for PC. Oh yeah. Which. But you know. I mean, they're pretty quick to like fixing them up. So I think you, be fine. you hope they are, but sometimes uh Fallout the 4,
1: popular ones CBBE is definitely going to like day oh, one yeah. that's going to be working. <laughs> well CBBE's not going to need
0: a that one's not going to need a fix. It's more it's more of the um like the script extender mods yeah. that depend on like a specific version uh those ones break. And uh, the thing about Fallout 4 is that game hasn't updated in like several years. Yeah. So no one's had to update their shit for several years. So it's questionable if those guys even like are gonna return once this comes out like are they even still active uh, Who knows i want to redownload fallout 4 and I, replay yeah. those
1: like the survival mode mods.
0: Yeah, I, I Redownloaded it set up a, a new mod list and Yeah, we talked about it a little bit like yeah. the
1: survival mode mods that let you fast travel between like Your bases that's yeah. that's the one I want to download yeah, because it's, it's a lot of fun in survival mode, but there's no reason to like completely take away fast travel. So let me fast travel between like my bases and that'll fix everything I needed. And yeah, they did it. So I'm going to download that pretty soon. All right, great. It's good to see the follow-up content coming. They still got some time. I mean, the, the update, the next update doesn't release till like 2023. So yeah, there's still some time. Yeah, I can't wait to see what bug fixes they do. It'd be great to see that game perform past sixty FPS without completely shitting the bed. You know, the
0: problem, uh, the problem is like once you get into like the like Boston like downtown area, uh, shit gets fucked real bad. Cause yeah, it does the, uh, there's just something with the way that the the game is built to handle. They call it like pre-viz yeah Uh, like all the uh like lods and shit are like pre-baked into the game so if you like add a mod that changes anything within the actual city everything gets broken and fucked up and like the performance tanks uh from what i understand Uh, it's a lot more technical than that i think but it's uh yeah yeah Yeah, so we'll
1: see. I mean we'll see if uh what fixes the actual update comes with and then let's see what modders do to fix that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the fixer fixes.
1: Yeah. And some other quickie news, Valve updated big picture mode and is now available for testing. What was the update that the they did update for big picture?
0: Is the Steam Deck UI oh, okay. basically. The Steam Deck UI is the new big picture mode. That's only been available on the steam deck now you can get it on desktop big picture mode so that's all it is yeah and that's it yeah that's pretty cool you gotta opt into it uh they tell you how to do that in their little uh blog post here so um yeah big picture mode i used to fuck with it a lot uh because my p pe- my PC monitor is a big ass TV. So uh, I like to be able to just, if I'm just sitting on a couch, I can just use my controller and navigate shit with a bigger, you know, UI. And the UI is yeah. dedicated for controllers. So uh, it's just, I Yeah, it basically that... turns the UI into like a console UI. Yeah, which is yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's cool, but it's very outdated and not really, yeah. it, it wasn't really built for, They never updated it for 4K, so the highest resolution you could do was like 1080p, which was fine, but it just wasn't you know as crisp as it could be. So I don't know if this supports 4K. It's still in beta, so they're still testing it. There's a lot of bug reports. Uh, If you do test it, report your findings so that they can fix it. Um, Yeah, that's basically it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I wanna check it out. Like it's it's not really beneficial to me because I use mouse and keyboard for everything. Yeah. But uh, I can see like if you mainly play with a controller, just to have it on big picture mode, just navigate through the UI more more easily. And some other news. Some more quickies. Dragon Age Dreadwolf has entered Alpha State. It's the new Dragon Age game. I feel like I would love Dragon Age if I just gave it a chance, dude, but I see they'd, like, buckle down and get into it, because I feel like I would love it.
0: Yeah, you played the first one, you said like, fucked up for you. Yeah, because, like, I completely built my character the wrong way, so, like, I basically fucked
1: myself. I couldn't get past, like, a pretty early, like, skill check in the game, so I was like, oh, I gotta start it over now and, like, respect my character. This is a game where, like, the original is, like, old-school CRPG, so it's the kind of game, it plays like Nice of the Republic almost, so that's why I fucks with it, but it's really easy yeah. to just build your character the wrong way and like fuck yourself.
0: I don't remember like I'm, never, really... I'm never, I'm never the type to like max, min-max characters or anything. I don't remember having that in hard of a time, but I played it on PS3. Uh, but even then, like your character doesn't, even if your character isn't great, you pick up other characters along the way that can you know, supplement your Deficiencies. I guess that's just it. I didn't like really pay attention to much to party composition,
1: like bringing who I who would like benefit me in the most optimal way. It's been a while since I played so I can tell you exactly what I did wrong, but I got to go back and try it again. I think either that or I just entered some area I had no business going
0: into, and that's how I was getting fucked. But yeah, you can do that. You can do that. So. Yeah. Like I mean it was there like is, a
1: spike for me. Like it's just is, a random spike where I'm like, it's got really
0: fucking hard for no there reason. There is a spike. Once you get to the, 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 the dwarf area, like the fire zone. That's what zone. happened. That's yeah, the that's, that's spike, yeah, that's a spike. So Yeah, that's when I dropped it. I was like, fuck, this is hard. <laughs> it got really hard for no yeah, reason. It, you know, it gets difficult there. But there's a lot of side stuff you can do. It's like optional side stuff. You so you can't like leave and just go do other shit. Um give another shot. I'll re-download it and give it another shot then. Yeah. I remember I remember there was a city area. There was like a city zone where like you can go to like the back streets of like this like city and there's like a bunch of shit you can do like in the in the side streets. I did that for a while and then I went back to the dwarf area and then I was good. Alright, I'll give that another shot. I'll
1: give it another shot then. Because I liked what I was playing. I really did. And I just gotta like that dwarf area, fuck me, dude. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I don't know where that spike came from, but yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one then. <laughs> yeah. Dreadwolf, Dreadwolf is the new game they're working on. They're saying it's an alpha now, so they can play the game from front to back. Uh, So that's what alpha means not that the game is complete. They're still like I think like the last thing they work on is, you know, the graphics and shit like that. So fine tuning everything. But the game is uh you know, they're working on it. So BioWare, man, they've uh, they've had a rough <laughs> they've had a rough past couple years here. So I hope yeah, I hope feel bad together with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad they're not showing anything, and I'm glad like that this is kind of like this announcement of the alpha is kind of flying other people's right like people aren't really paying attention to this as much as you you think you you think they would so i'm I'm glad that they're kind of just working on this in silence and then when it's ready to show, they'll show it so.
1: Um, yeah, so we'll see it when it comes out. And the Dragon Quest games are popular enough that like I mean it's not Mass Effect, but you know, there there's some people like these games. And I just gotta go and play through them to get excited for Dreadwolf. Yeah. Do we know if Dreadwolf's gonna be connected to the other games in any way? Have they talked about any of that yet?
0: Uh I think they're all connected in some way. I mean it's all yeah. Dragon Age. You know. But the newest one
1: Inquisition like remembers your past like choices, doesn't it? Or am I making that up?
0: Uh I don't I don't think I don't know. I've played all those games. I I even played Dragon Age two <laughs> but I don't remember if Yeah, I heard if, it wasn't good. <laughs> it was okay. I don't know. People people it's like not I mean it's not it's not great. It's, but it was OK. Yeah.
1: That's going to be a shot shot then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's uh, nice Dragon Age like Wolf entered alpha stakes. So go check that out once it drops. And in news, no one was expecting every US PS2 game manual is now scanned in 4K.
0: Yeah, which.
1: This fucking legend, dude, he went and scanned every single PS2 booklet that was available for every single PS2 game. At yeah. least that released in the US. Manually. It by took hand. 20, <laughs> yeah, by hand. Took 22 years and $40,000. Yeah. This man is a legend yeah. to video game preservation. God bless him. <laughs> uh,
0: very. Uh, this is a Kotaku article. And it's very. Uh, It's a very interesting read. Uh, Check it out. It just goes through this guy's uh, you know challenges of (laughs) uh, scanning all of these uh, game manuals and yeah, it's something you normally think of. He says, yeah, you know how to remove all the staples and uh, you know, feed all these by hand and uh, you know and I had like seven machines going at the same time and it still took me like three years to do. <laughs> I was like crazy shit. And it's like, man, you are dedicated, my guy. Yeah, good on him. Like this
1: is, I mean, if the other game companies aren't gonna do it, I'm glad he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, good on him. It's all up on archive.org. So, I'm going to have to go through these. I, I have a full collection of uh, PS2 ROMs. And it'd be yeah. nice to have the uh, manuals to go along with those. I have a few.
1: So, the only Musha games are games I was super into. I have all of those games with original cases and manuals except for Dawn of Dreams. So... That'll be cool. That's the only one I haven't seen the uh, manual for. So I wanted to check that out on archive.com just to see what that manual will look like. But yeah, good on him, dude. Like, this guy's a fucking legend. (laughs) Yeah, I want to check this shit out. I really... I'm going to spend
0: some... quite a bit of time on that. (laughs) Um... Yeah, especially since like the the like the, the PS2 era, I guess like you know PS2, Xbox, GameCube, th- those were still a time where you kind of needed the manuals. Yeah, you know, like video game tutorials were still not as good as they are today, especially for a game like Metal Gear Solid 3. I remember there's so many fucking like CQC moves that you could do that were never, you never learn unless you fucking open the book. Even America yeah. Saw 4, I think, was the same thing. Like, yeah, you had to open the book. And it was like, yeah, if you soft press uh, R- R1, let go, and then hard press it, you can, like, get the guy on the ground and choke him out. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, there's like a fucking. Um... Like flow
1: chart to the CQC yeah. that you did not know about until you like went and played it, or until you like read through the manual it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know about it because I I played a Onimusha three and Onimusha three fucking Metal Gear Solid three on my PS three, you know with the HD collection. Yeah, so yeah. So it had like a digital manual that I didn't read, obviously, and. <laughs> I was like, what is all this stuff? I was getting my ass kicked, and it was telling me, like, to refer to my CQC, so I looked it up on Google, and yeah, I saw, like, some guys put up, like, the flowchart for the CQC, and I was like, oh my god, there's so much shit the game just didn't teach me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember, I was, like, pissed off (laughs) (laughs) that it wasn't in the game. Well, that's how you had to play games back then. It was like, you know, it was like the way you play a board game now. You just you read the man you read the rules, you know, you read the rule book <laughs> and then you play from there. You know? I'm glad yeah. we've evolved past that, but it's, a different it's still time. crazy.
0: Well, it's one of the things yeah. that I like about tunic, man. It like it read it brings that back in a way that kinda not only because you have to read the manual, but it puts the manual in the game and makes it a gameplay. It it interweaves it with the actual gameplay, so you're you're already looking at it, and then there's other stuff in there you can look at that kind of helps you along the entire game. So I don't know. I, I wish more games like did that. Not really like as a manual, but I yeah I don't know. I don't know. It's just the way Tunic did it was just it was magical. Yeah. I really want to play too, Nick. You, you talk about a lot. Of, I've been seeing
1: a lot of friends and YouTubers talk about it. I I need to play it already. It looks really good. Yeah. But yeah. Um moving on to trailers and videos. Redfall got an official Into the Night trailer. This, this is the this so, Obsidian, right? That's working on of this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um this game looks like dog shit, dude. I'm sorry. This game looks fucking garbage. Uh, I mean... Yeah, you're not wrong. It looks the, the like... The early previews we got looked really cool, but we
1: didn't really see a lot of gameplay. But now that we're seeing gameplay, I'm not impressed.
0: It looks like a DLC for Back for Blood. Oh god, it does. Damn it. <laughs> Like, I just, I just don't know about this. (laughs) Like, I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being real, man. I'm being real here. Yeah, Uh, luckily
1: it's on Game Pass. We could like try it at least to see. We don't have to drop any money on it, but. Yeah. Yeah, so far I'm not impressed. And I'm hoping they do enough of it. Different from Back for Blood that we actually get a fun experience, but I'm not seeing that in this gameplay reveal here, man.
0: Yeah, no, this <laughs> isn't Obsidian; it's a uh, Arcane, right? Arcane. Oh, it is Arcane. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. So yeah, that that was the thing. Is it? It has a bunch of like powers and shit. So. I mean, we'll
1: see when it when it drops. Dude, it's on Game Pass, so I'm I'm gonna try it at least. <laughs>
0: um they they are it does have a single player they're focusing on like the single player shit here there is a single player a lot of people were worried that i don't know man i don't do like a multiplayer one of these again but they're focusing on like the single player stuff so that could be that could be a a thing about it but i don't know It just yeah but i don't know yeah i'm not impressed with it so
1: far (laughs) we'll see when it comes out like i'm not gonna Shut on it too much, but I wasn't impressed with what I was seeing, dude. Yeah. Uh, One Piece Odyssey. Got uh, the Alabasta trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, this game's a. uh this is like a turn based RPG, right? Yeah. It's an RPG-ass RPG ass RPG. Not unlike a Dragon Quest, I would say. Very, yeah. very Dragon Quest esque. So, this might be up your alley. I I was thinking this would, I didn't think this would be as traditional as I was hoping it would kind of, you know, be a little different, I guess, in terms of anime RPGs go, but don't get me wrong, it looks okay, it looks fine, but, uh, you know, I was hoping it'd be a little more, uh, a little different. You see, no. uh, who's working on this? On Bandai Namco, right? Yeah.
1: They made a fairy tale RPG. Oh, did they? That, yeah. Which if you guys don't know? Fairy tale is made by the same guy who made a uh, One Piece. And it straight up just rips off Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but no, it it's fucking Persona Five, dude. Is that out in like English
0: regions? Yeah, it's regions? Out. It's oh, been out okay.
1: for a couple of years, actually. Oh, and it came out a year after Persona Five did. Let me look it up.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I when I saw when I saw this announced, I was hoping it'd be more, not you know, more like more open, I guess, or more just not. It just, it just seems very traditional JRPG type shit, I was, I was, you know, I I want them to get out of this fucking pocket of thing that these games always do. It's all seem like the same with a different skin on them. Like here's that game, but with one piece characters now, it's like, okay.
1: I mean, I'm kind of happy they're moving away from like the arena fighter thing that like every fucking AMA game does. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but they've been doing this for a while, too, though. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's like, just like Dragon Quest, but here's Dragon Quest with anime characters. Here's Naruto Dragon Quest. Have they made a game like that? I haven't seen one like that. I'm sure they have. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, and then, I if mean, it's not I Dragon Quest, it's like, or like a, a Musou. Here's Muso. Yeah, so, uh, Dragon Ball Z, which now I say I that. that Dragon
1: Ball Z did some like pretty neat shit like Xenoverse was like yeah. totally different. Like that shit was fucking it was awesome. Still, yeah, I was still <laughs> an arena fighter, but it had that Dragon Ball no, Z flow uh, to it.
0: Kakarot, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Kakarot. was fucking yeah, incredible. That, happened, like, that cool. game was incredible, dude. Uh, yeah, you played it? Was it good? Yeah. Wait, was it Kakarot? Yeah, it was Kakarot. Dude, that game was incredible. It was totally open world, and you can just fly the yeah. fuck around and go into, like... You can go into, like, dungeons and shit, and then, like, characters would be there, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing here, Emperor Pilaf? And I was like, what the... Yeah, it was, like... It was great. Because <laughs> it was just... It was just open world. Like, the story was there, but you had to, like, fly to the story segments, and they would, be, they would happen exactly where they would happen in the, like in the anime or you could just fly around and be like i'm to check out what's over here and then like emperor pilaf's over here and and like you know oh napa's over here doing some shit like it was like crazy uh, i did not play it i heard it was good i only played a little bit of it i need to go back to it because I'm, I'm remembering <laughs> how good it was yeah it's pretty cheap so i might just check it
1: out now there's so many games i want to play dude like kakarot's definitely one of them <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's a trailer for uh, One Piece Odyssey. So go check that out yeah. <laughs> when it releases. If you're a big One Piece fan. Uh, Age of Empires Four Anniversary Edition.
0: Oh yeah, so these next is that three. The one everybody uh, likes, or well, is it Age of Empires Two that everybody likes? It's like it's all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone like. There's there's I I don't have much to say about like all these Age of Empires games. People fucking love them. Uh, they're coming to console now, or I guess it was uh, Age of Empires 1 and 2, I guess. I don't know. People were begging for them to come to consoles or coming to consoles. Uh it sucked it up. It's Age of Empires 2 that everybody likes. That's like yeah, the most popular. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing... Uh, these like, anniversary editions have like new content, so they're like updating these yeah. old games with new shit, and that's... And people
1: people like them, man. Like, yeah. that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, several new maps, new, like, a, a lot of new shit. Uh, yeah. People like them, dude. My old co host, Jimmy,
1: from my uh, yeah. old Retro bike days, like, he has like 400 hours in Age of Empires, too. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's just from the most recent release. I don't know. Like, he said he used to play back in the day. So, who knows? We could do it way back when. Yeah, these games are popular, man. We got Age of Empires 4 Anniversary Edition. Got a launch trailer. Age of Empires is coming to Xbox consoles finally. And they announced Age of Mythology retold. Yeah. Uh, Which looks like Age of
0: Empires with, like, mythological beings. Yeah. And this one, by far, has the most uh, views, I guess, (laughs) on on their on their YouTube. Uh, Age of Mythology, really? Yeah. It significantly oh, yeah, more significantly more. People were really excited about this. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck this is. But
1: yeah, it's another it's a world dude. it's a community that like we're not a part of. <laughs> yeah, people love these. It looks I mean, I there, it was a cinematic trailer. There's a quick pan shot. It's happening, you know, yeah. no gameplay. Game But the original
0: Age of Mythology came out like what, two thousand two? That's fairly recent. That's more recent than. That's more recent than I would have. I would have thought it was like the nineties. Twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: It's like yeah. two thousand two, so it's early enough to look nineties. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, people can uh, get excited about that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Good on them. I might check it out.
1: I played a bit of AoE, too, because a buddy of mine bought it for me. And I I got about six hours into it, just playing random games with him, and I liked it. I thought I could see the appeal. I'm not a big, like, strategy RPG fan, but I was having some fun with this. So I I can see the appeal here. Um... You do have to wait till these games come out. I'm uh, moving on to game releases. We got November 1st, we got Lonesome Village releasing on PC, Switch, PS5. Uh, Hiccups and Xbox Series X. I don't know what this game is. I didn't look at any of these game trailers or these releases beforehand.
0: Puzzle solving and life sim meets in a cozy no combat, no combat. <laughs> Coyote Adventure uncover the mysterious magical past of Lonesome Village and save this town from the hands of evil.
1: Oh, like Animal Crossing with some puzzle dungeons.
0: Yeah. Interesting. This There's looks like a, cool. Yeah. You get like a magnifying glass to kind of like search stuff, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, this could be something cool, actually. Like, that's interesting. I like the art style. Yeah, it looks cute. Yeah, it looks cute. I like this idea. I wanna check that out. Uh, Then September 2nd... that that'll happen happened here? Okay, here we go. September November 2nd, we got Doraemon, Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom releasing on PC, Switch, and PS5. That's another life sim, Animal Crossing-like game.
0: Oh, tis the, it's tis based the on
1: Doraemon, like the anime series, right? Or manga series, or both? <laughs> yeah. Is it this one that's, like, the longest-running, like, series in the world? It's been running for, like, 40 years? Really?
0: Yeah, hold on. This game This game looks... Looks like another one of those. Yeah. Little, uh... Well, I've seen these games are high. There's so many of these now, man. It's, like... It's getting out of hand. Like, what would the ultimate life sim be? I don't know. Like, so away. I looked it up. It's not
1: Doraemon. It's another animated series called Saizei-san. Okay. And it's been running since, like, 1969.
0: <laughs> G- I never even heard of that one, though. Well, it's Japanese, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, but if it's, you know, is. You would think it would have had a bit more reach.
1: You think so? It's a staple of like Japanese television. It's something that like you play in the background,
0: you know, you watch it when you were a kid, your kids watch it like Scooby-Doo. Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is not, ah, okay. I mean, they're still doing like new Scooby-Doo shit. So yeah. But yeah, Doraemon, check that out when it drops November 2nd. It's $50. Then it's November.
1: A $50 game. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're into Doraemon, go ahead. And then November 3rd, we got The Chant releasing on PC, PS5, and Series X. This is a third person survival horror action adventure game set in the remote spiritual island retreat. To survive, you must craft, fight, and escape the psychedelic horror set loose on the. Sp- when a spiritual ritual goes wrong and awakens the dimension of cosmic terror. Okay, this game looks like ass. <laughs> well, no, maybe I'm being too harsh on it.
0: It doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Oh, well, it's got. Some yeah, it looks story. better than some
1: of those. Like, yeah, it looks better than some of those like those Chinese survival horror games that we've been getting recently. You remember those? No. <laughs> no, I think they're Korean actually, but they're like, yeah, there's like a couple of like Korean third-person survival horror games that just look like ass. Oh, wow, this looks
0: pretty looks, cool actually. I'm getting yeah. closer look at it. Whatever yeah. story, I'm interested in the story that I can't hear. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What is happening here? Yeah. Huh. yeah
1: okay, this looks cool. This looks cool. 40 bucks, too. You know, a budget game.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, this could be something. This might be a hidden gem here. I'll check that out. You can get it for 30 right now on Fanatical. There you go. This then we got Ghost go Song. Oh,
1: yeah, it's like a cult. It looks like a cult ritual thing. Yeah. A ghost song. Yeah, ghost song. That's on PC. Dropping November 3rd as well. It's a 2D adventure game. The description reads that it's uh, on the desolate moon of Valorian, a long dormant dead suit awakens from slumber. Journey beneath the surface of an atmospheric 2D adventure of self-discovery, ancient mysteries, and cosmic terror. Explore winding caverns and acquire new abilities to unearth this alien world's long-buried secret. Wow, it's a Metroidvania. With more like influence from Metroid, it looks like,
0: but it's doubling down on some of the cosmic horror elements. That's cool. Okay, this looks interesting. Yeah, Let's see the combat. Let's see some combat here. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's definitely a Metroid. I would call this a Metroid and not necessarily Metroidvania, but the yeah. vania is what fucks it up because most Metroidvanias are just Metroid games, for being yeah. honest. <laughs> Yeah, if we want to be technical here, like, Metroid did it first.
1: Yeah. So, but whatever. But this looks cool as hell, dude. Yeah. Okay, this might be fun, actually. This looks cool. I like the creature design, some of the boss designs we're seeing here look pretty interesting. It looks like it's got long range and melee combat.
0: Yeah. What's it, what's it sound like? Hold on. Sounds like that. Oh, it's okay. a humble game. Yeah.
1: All right, that looks dope. Okay, I like that. I might check that out actually. On November fourth, we have Harvestella releasing on PC and Switch. That's another life sim. That's the Square from, uh, Enix Square one. Enix.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, this is. There's uh, it's from Square Enix, so you know there's crystals involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one is, has, is unique because it has a time limit before the world ends. I think that was the, big yeah. And thing. it has a really interesting looking like action combat system too. Yeah. This one, I might this if I'm going to get into one of these, it might be this. This is also the only one that we've seen that $60. So. <laughs> oh no. Is it really? Yeah. $60. dollars 59 give her, You can give her 50 on Green Man right now. All right, there you go. This looks
1: cool. It looks like fun, actually. I like the uh, RPG action elements to it. I don't know if I care for the live sim stuff, but I didn't care about, like, you know, um, visual novel. Visual novels are like dating sims until I play Persona, so maybe it just takes, like, a game, like, mixing those elements together to get me into it. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see what Harvestella does. Might put be cool.
0: A, put that in the wish list.
1: Yeah. This next one is on mobile. Is that Nikki? Nike? Goddess of Victory. What the hell is this? Like a mobile
0: game? It's a mobile game. It's a mobile waifu game? Let's see the trailer. Oh it actually looks it actually looks dope. What in the world? Oh it's what a hell waifu is game. This? There's a lot of booty in there. What is this? What
1: kind of gameplay is this? Uh, I'm not sure... It looks like... Like a rail shooter? Maybe? The time crisis is like cover mechanics?
0: Yeah,
1: it's. Let's watch that again, I need to see this again
0: Like a rail, like a... Yeah, like a time crisis or something Yeah Huh What the hell is this? With different like waifu girls you can get I might check this out if it's a lot of free. booty in this game a lot of booty a lot of booty in, in, in booba so
1: I mean I'm not a complaint I like me some booty in booba
0: yeah I'll uh I'll pre-register for that and they'll let me know when that comes yeah, out yeah
1: let me know what you think of it I have <laughs>
0: iOS so I can't pre-register it but it is on iOS too I just put the, the Is Android
1: blank, yeah. Fuck, am I really going to check this out now?
0: <laughs> uh, let me see I'm what really else to guys... Oh, these are the guys that made the PUBG mobile game. Oh, these guys actually did, these actually, these guys actually do, they actually do games. They make Contra Returns, Arena of Valor. Um, yeah, these guys actually do, they do games. These guys are actually, these guys are a real, uh, developer. Yeah. Okay. I already pre-registered it. So November 4th, (laughs) I'll get to try it. Yeah. These guys are real. Yeah. They, they make real (laughs) games. So, um, yeah, they did arena of valor, which is like, a um, it's like, it's like the mobile version of League of Legends, basically. That one's really popular. They have a Contra game. What is that called? Contra, Contra, Returns? Re- Contra Returns. It has a Terminator in it. Wait, what? <laughs> uh... That is a Contra music, which is interesting. This looks like a Contra hardcore almost. The trailers are like 30 seconds long. It doesn't... Yeah, I know why.
1: Well, it's the a best Contra game I ever played that nobody talks about is uh, Hardcore Uprising. Hardcore you Uprising, that? dude. Yes, I have heard of that. Yes, it's so good. And like, it was made by uh, Arc System Works, the Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue guys. And it's fucking awesome, but nobody talks about it. It yeah. got released on XBLA and PlayStation Network back in like 2011. And it hasn't been released on anything after that. I'm so upset that like, it's not on modern
0: systems. Yeah, I played the fuck out of that game. Uh, Same. With a buddy and you can eventually there's a character in that game uh she uses a sword and you yeah. can break the fucking game with her dude like <laughs> yeah she's op as fuck once you unlock her it's it's over
1: the game has a cool system where you could like parry bullets so if a bullets coming yeah. at you you hit the parry button you can like knock the bullet away yeah that's kind of tricky to get a hang of but you can do some cool shit with that <laughs> god that it's... game was so
0: good I think you can even, like, level up. You can level up and get stronger. So if you keep playing... There's two
1: modes. There's, like, a... There's a story mode that they wrote, which lets you level up your character, and there's, like, a classic mode that's just, like... The characters are preset with preset abilities. You can't level them up, but you just run through it like an arcade. Yeah. Yeah, that game was dope. That game needs... Fuck, that game needs to come back, dude. That was... If they just port that game to modern systems, it'd be awesome. There's no reason why that game shouldn't be able to run on modern machines. Yeah. I never even got a PC release, so I can't even play it now without like dusting off my old 360 that still has it downloaded. Oh, uh, you can use an emulator. I'm sure it'll run well on uh RPC. I'm sure you can run on Xbox One actually now that I think about it. I'm sure it's backwards compatible with it. Hold now I'm gonna look it up.
0: Yeah. But, you know, ain't, ain't no reason to, uh, you know. Yep, there's a video of someone playing through Hardcore Uprising on
1: Xbox Series X.
0: Nice, <laughs>
1: nice. See so you can just play that on Xbox. God, Sony, catch up, dude. Come on, dude. i <laughs> make... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Another reason for you to get an Xbox One now. Not even, like, a Series X, just an Xbox One, dude. (laughs) So I can play all these old, like, XBLA games.
0: Let's get a Series S. That's fine. Yeah, I might just do that.
1: (laughs) Upgrade my Game Pass subscription to catch... to meet with the console, and I think it gives you Xbox Live, too, right? For, like, 20
0: bucks a month? Yeah, uh, yeah. What includes... includes... it's, like, PlayStation Plus. It includes the... Xbox Live shit, so, okay. we'll not bad, out that. Just, just do PC, I'll, I'll have to just do that, I'll have to just double
1: get into it, cause like I can't play Hardcore Uprising on PC, and I can't play Rare Replay on PC, like, Rare Replay legit, is bummer, yeah, it is, it's a huge bummer, how much is like an Xbox Series S? Or just an Xbox One, an Xbox One S would be fine. Let me see. An Xbox One S is like two forty.
0: Don't get an Xbox. I can get an one original
1: S. Xbox. I can just get an original Xbox One for like one sixty. That
0: that that console is trash, dude. A One S. What's what's the difference? Well, I, I don't. Just don't. I don't know. I I would feel. I feel like it's a waste to get a console that's now unsupported. It's not unsupported though. <laughs> like... It is. I mean, they're not putting shit out on it. I mean, you could get one, I guess, and like play games on it, but That's what I want it for, is to play some of these older games that like But you could just get I a new I, you can get the new one and still play all the old shit and also play the new shit. Let me see how much are those. Uh, I feel about like as a, much as the PS Five. I feel like a series S is, and oh, all the series. Oh S yeah, is it's like two ninety nine. That's yeah. the. That's the. It's the. Cheap that's the digital board. edition. Yeah.
1: But it's all digital though, so I won't have. Well, I'm not gonna buy physical games for it anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you think this is two thousand two? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. If the price was like
1: two hundred and fifty, but three hundred's still a lot, I think, to be asking for it. <laughs> I just want to play Rare Replay and like Hardcore Uprising and those older like XBLA games that you can't buy on anything else. I don't know. I'll think about it. I've been joking about buying an Xbox for a long time, and it's becoming less and less of a joke the more I say it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, I think all that stuff is on like Game Pass, the console Game Pass, the ones yeah. that you can't get on PC.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. Like, that's why I want to get like just a an Xbox. I can get a pre-owned Xbox One for like 150.
0: But I don't think Xbox One, I don't think you can do Game Pass on Xbox One. Can you? Yeah, you can. You can? You sure about yeah, that? why can't you? Let me see. I don't know if... I know it was around since then, but I don't know if it's still... I don't know if it's still supported. I don't know. I would hope hope it is. They just don't. I don't know. They don't really advertise... They don't really advertise it like that. Can you play... Can you play... Like, can you play Halo Infinite on an Xbox One? I feel like those are like, I feel like Xbox One is like a PS3. Or, you know. Xbox One is like a PS4. It's like a PS4, but in my... Yeah. I feel like it's like treated as like a PS3 now. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess, yeah, I guess people do. I guess people still have I'm, Xbox Ones. I'm on the frequently asked questions page for Xbox Game Pass. And there's
1: like no questions here about like what systems it works for. It just says console. So I assume like if I got a console, it'll support it. Like, why wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Xbox One is just I. it's old, man. I feel like it's just so old. mind that's just old as fuck it's old as a ps4 (laughs) it came out like before ps4 though it's older than a couple months yeah
1: but it's the same like hardware generation though
0: same generation but it's like shittier it's shittier than the launch ps4 i guess if you get a one an xbox one x (laughs) <laughs> the X
1: is the 4K one. Yeah, that's the one that's more powerful than the PS4. Yeah. It's the one that's more powerful than the PS4 Pro. It's like the most powerful one in that generation. But
0: it it's probably... Which ones do, do they not make anymore? I don't think the 1 gets
1: made anymore. They move to the One S, but I don't know what the difference is.
0: Hold on. It's just a smaller... Uh... It's just a smaller. They're fucking I, the Xbox names are stupid. The One X costs more than the Series S. Yeah,
1: because the One X like supports 4K. I don't think the Series S does.
0: The One S. Not native. Costs thing. more. Unless you get it used. Well, the One
1: S is the one that's playing. Wait, I'm confused now.
0: Wait, I'm I'm. I'm just looking on Amazon.
1: Okay, so here's some of the biggest differences. The One S has the power supply built in, where the Xbox One doesn't. So you have that big fucking block, remember? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. the original Xbox One has that big block. The One S doesn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you get them used, they're still the same price as the new console. The Series S
1: the series s is digital only so that's why there's no disk drive but
0: you really don't need a disk drive this day and age really yeah fuck a disk drive everything i owned on see here's the problem with like playstation is that everything i bought on ps3 digitally i can't play on my ps5 but Which is bullshit xbox no fucking reason for
1: that to be a thing
0: yeah on xbox everything that i bought on the xbox live marketplace i can play on the new console still digitally so but it took a while for that to happen though like i wasn't no, i think, there I think day it one. was
1: always there no it wasn't i remember there was like a big stink about it because none of the digital games transferred over at least i
0: think how about they did it did at least on my xbox one i don't know i've been talking about it for a while i'd make a
1: joke about like buying an xbox for a long time and it's becoming like less and less of a joke the
0: more I say it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to play Brute Force. I, I almost bought a, Oh, um, man, that's a throwback dude. Brute yeah, force, yeah. fuck. Yeah. You know, there's an old like retro game store uh down the road for me and I was like, yo, what do I need to do to play Brute Force in twenty twenty two? And it's that, have an Xbox One.
1: Yeah. And then a copy of Brute Force. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. You just pop that bad boy in there, and then you're playing Brute Force with enhanced graphical fidelity. Yeah, They yeah. the textures, the resolution. HDR and everything. Yeah, dude. Why the fuck can't Sony... If anyone should be able to do this, it should be Sony. Because they own the, the rights for Blu-ray, CD, DVD... All those formats that were used from PS1 to PS5, they own all those formats.
0: Well, I think they own like the so licensing, there's... the licensing rights. I think something like that. They, well, don't they, they own the own formats.
1: It. Yeah, they do. I remember because there's a big thing when the Xbox um, One came out, and it was it would they they said it was uh, being released with a Blu-ray player built into it, and they were going to use Blu-ray discs. There's a lot of jokes that, like, oh, they got to pay dividends to Sony every time they they sell an Xbox. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, there's no reason for them, like, not to do that. People forget Sony is, like, a huge, like, media company. Like, they produce movies and cameras and tech and all the latest and greatest movies, even if it's not a Sony movie, they're using Sony equipment. Most of them are still using Sony cameras. Sony monitors, like they have that whole market for formats and filmmaking cornered. And there's no reason for them not to be able to make a machine that's all the way back, like natively. There's no reason for them not to be able to do it, but they just don't. If anyone has issues how to do it, it's Microsoft because having to keep those formats up that people don't use anymore. Like nobody uses CD, DVD anymore, really at least not on a mass-produced scale, and at have to pay Sony for that. It makes sense that they wouldn't make things backwards compatible. But they got around it by doing that whole digital system. You know, you pop the game in, it recognizes it's there, downloads it off the net, and you just play digital. <laughs> they can do it. There's no reason Sony can't. But they just choose not to, and it pisses me the fuck off, dude. <laughs> God, rant over. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I get passionate for this. And that's why I want to buy an Xbox One because I feel like it would be it would be f- the best for video game preservation because there's actually plans to like keep these digital games like up and running and play them. Like I don't think the Microsoft store is getting shut down anytime soon. There haven't been any news on that, but Sony's already talked about like dropping or deleting closing the servers of the PS3
0: store and the. PSV on marketplace. Yeah. Well that's that's why they fucked up is because those stores yeah. are like different, you know? Yeah. The thing about the Xbox One, I guess it's why they use the name One, is because it's it's one thing. It's one, it's all unified. So yeah. it's all the same shit. And then you bring whatever hardware you have and it, it just knows. Or it just it just works with it. So
1: Um, yeah, dude, and there's nothing... I used to bash on Sony so hard, or not Sony, Microsoft so hard back in the day. But now I'm like, they're the only ones that are, like, doing, like, actual consumer-friendly stuff. Like, a lot of stuff they've been doing has been really pro-customer, and I'm like, I'm getting a little disenfranchised with Sony because they're not
0: doing any of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, too bad. Halos fucking garbage now, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Halo Infinite's pretty fun, but yeah, I've been told the uh, multiplayer's
1: not great, but I haven't really put a lot of time into that. Oh well, whatever. Fuck Sony. Fuck Konami. While we're at it, <laughs> yeah. which again, like I know we just made the joke last week, but people seem to be forgetting fuck Konami when they announce all these Silent Hill games
0: yeah or whatever you know people people forget pretty quickly yeah whatever though um, call of duty yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's gonna do it for the show everybody thank you everybody for coming and listening Listen to me rants about like sony and microsoft the last like 10 minutes of the show <laughs> yeah yeah so i would tell people they can find us man
0: gameovers.com gameovers.com slash youtube game reverse.com slash twitch game reverse.com slash discord game reverse.com slash extra life guys that's happening uh, one week from today next saturday 24 hours uh midnight to midnight be there or be square i think we're i think i'm gonna still try to do a podcast <laughs> yeah saturday I mean, why not? We're gonna be, I'm going to be here. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'll be here. Yeah. So, uh, oh. yeah. Over remember Matt Yeah. Video games. That's going to do it. going to do it. Good night, everybody. Stay safe.
1: Be accent to each other.